May all beings be happy and secure. May all beings have happy minds. Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, large, medium, short, subtle or gross, visible or invisible, living near or far, born or coming to birth, may all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another, nor despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will, should anyone wish harm to another. As a mother would risk her own life to protect her only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate a boundless heart. One should cultivate for all the world a heart of boundless loving friendliness, above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without hate or resentment, whether standing, walking, sitting, lying down, or anywhere awake, one should develop this mindfulness. This is called divinely dwelling here, not falling into erroneous views, but virtuous and endowed with vision, removing desire for sensual pleasures, one comes never again to birth in the womb. When we verbalize these passages, this verbalizing stimulates our mind and the metta feeling sinks into our mind. This is a sort of uh, training we cultivate certain mental states by training overcome some other mental state by training and this is what we do to overcome resentment. You may not have any resentment right now, but in absence of resentment, metta works even better. So it occupies the space that resentment may take place. When resentment arises, there may not be room for resentment to arise in your mind because that space is taken up by your metta. Then, as you continue your practice, you feel very calm, relaxed, peaceful as a result of metta. So these are the three levels 
verbalizing, conceptualizing, feeling, and we must recite these words with feeling and with meaning, very sincere intention that we all want all living beings to be peaceful and happy without afflictions. This is not difficult to practice. As the Buddha said, this practice is not ordinary to practice. This is how we learn to live heavenly life on earth. This is is called divinely dwelling here. To live a divine life, we we have to develop divine qualities. Divine life doesn't happen automatically as a miracle, but we cultivate it, develop these metta thoughts, whether sitting, standing, walking, lying down or whenever awake, said the Buddha. Metta practice is not limited to sitting posture on a cushion. We express it through our thoughts, words and deeds. When you practice metta, you naturally are relaxed. Your words are pleasing words. Your behavior is pleasing to others. So it has natural impact on us. So, we practice it without any hesitation or any doubt. We can see the results in our own life. When you are the first to smile, first to say good morning, good evening, you express your metta, it comes to you very naturally almost automatically. This way you feel relaxed and comfortable. As I mentioned yesterday, we don't put face into people or living beings. We don't bring all kind of details, characters, what they have done, what they have not done, what they have said, what they have not said, and so on. Don't bring in all these details into your conscious mental state. Just imagine that there are living beings all around in the universe. Some we see and have experience with them. And... uh, 99.99% we don't know, and yet they live. 
and they all like ourselves like to be peaceful and happy so why not we wish them to be so peaceful and happy we don't lose anything rather we gain something what we gain is what we wish them to have peace with this metta thought we begin our practice jhana practice <coughs> begins with mindfulness practice and metta itself is called mindfulness and in the discourse the buddha said this mindfulness should be cultivated one has to be mindful to understand the meaning of metta benefit of metta how it helps us to be peaceful so with this thought relax your body make your posture comfortable so that you can maintain it sustain it without too much difficulties for a certain period of time however if anybody feels very very painful very uncomfortable then the person without disturbing others can get up slowly and walk during walking meditation keep the mind focused on your breathing and the movement and changes that take place while breathing and moving and keep this very attentive focusing your mind on them and then when you walk for a certain period of time until you refresh and then come back and sit without disturbing others so we don't ring the bell from periodically we don't believe in regimentation we believe in individual development individual practice individual attainment so please feel free to make this practice more meaningful and then when you sit if you don't have aches and pains continue your breathing focus your mind on the breath as the breath becomes subtler and subtler and subtler your body becomes relaxed and more steady calm and peaceful when that happens to the body your mind also becomes calm relaxed steady and peaceful when these two parts of our life personality are relaxed peaceful 
calm, then slowly one of the two things can happen. Either you fall asleep, which is very normal. I advise you not to succumb to sleepiness and try to avoid it by all means and try to stay steady on your practice. If you overcome that with determination, you may gain concentration. That concentration does not mean that you don't hear, don't feel, and like you become like a rock. It doesn't happen. If it happens, these are the sure signs of sleepiness. Stay awake. The jhanic experience is very clear, mindful, wakeful experience. And this may not happen very quickly, even in this entire retreat, if you don't gain jhanas, this training certainly helps you to gain it someday. So stay steady, calm, relax, focusing your mind on the breath exclusively. Don't make anything artificial like creating feelings here and there. If any feeling arises, any part of the body, be aware of it. It has to be natural feeling. (coughs) You should not do anything artificial. If pain arises, be aware of the pain. If greed arises, be aware of greed. If the mind becomes free from greed, be aware of it. If the mind is full of hatred, be aware of it. If the mind is free from hatred, be aware of it. If the mind is scattered, be aware of it. If the mind is... uh, depressed or shrunken, withdrawn from everything, be aware of it. This kind of awareness also gives you a deep understanding of how things change. Not one of these states is permanent. They arise and they pass away. Through training, you can overcome all of them with mindfulness and then gaining concentration or jhana is very easy. When you gain it, you know it and don't try to verbalize or conceptualize it and stay steady 
experiencing this very calm, relaxed, peaceful mental state without verbalizing, without trying to think of a way to express it to somebody. Let that happen naturally. So, continue your practice and if you have uh, further questions, you may bring them up during your interviews. Now I think this may be enough as instructions to your, for your practice and I think some of you have signed up for interviews and you may go to the Sangha Hall. Library. Huh? Library. It's at the library. Library. Okay. Go to the library and Bhante Jayasari will be there.